I'm Samantha Sharris. And I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, June 28th. Here are today's headlines. President Joe Biden delivered a speech in Chicago this afternoon about the U.S. economy. Prior to his speech, the White House released a statement about Bidenomics, saying that the president's plan grows the economy from the middle out and bottom up, not the top down. Well, what is Bidenomics? Let's take a listen to Biden's comments about it via Fox News. I knew we couldn't go back to the same failed policies when I ran. So I came into office determined to change the economic direction of this country, to move from trickle-down economics to what everyone on Wall Street Journal and Financial Times began to call Bidenomics. I didn't come up with the name. I really didn't. I now claim it, but they're the ones who used it first. I got asked by a press person this morning, getting on the helicopter in Washington, why, when I asked you about Bidenomics a long time ago, you said you didn't know what it was. I said, I didn't name it Bidenomics. I didn't realize the economist in the Wall Street Journal did. But I think it's a plan that I'm happy to call Bidenomics. And guess what? Bidenomics is working. When I took office, the pandemic was raging and our economy was reeling. Supply chains are broken. Millions of people unemployed. Hundreds of thousands of small businesses on the verge of closing after so many had already closed. Literally hundreds of thousands on the verge of closing. Today, the U.S. has the highest economic growth rate leading the world economies since the pandemic. The highest in the world. As Dick said, with this help, we created 13.4 million new jobs. More jobs in two years than any president has ever made in four, in two. And folks, it's no accident. That's Bidenomics in action. Bidenomics is about building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Ahead of the speech, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, tweeted, This is Bidenomics, folks, with a graphic that said Bidenomics is about blind faith in government spending and regulations. It's an economic disaster where government causes decades high inflation, high gas prices, lower paychecks and crippling uncertainty that leaves Americans worse off. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee also tweeted about Bidenomics with a graphic that said, Bidenomics is when you and your family make millions from foreign nationals by providing what seems to be no services other than access and influence. It's a strategy that involves setting up over 20 shell companies and having Vice President Joe Biden as a family member. Be sure to check out our colleague Fred Lucas's reporting on Biden's speech at DailySignal.com. As we reported on yesterday's show, CNN shared audio of former President Donald Trump discussing classified documents, but the former president downplayed the audio and denied having any documents. Trump told Semaphore and ABC News on Tuesday, I would say it was bravado. If you want to know the truth, it was bravado. I was talking and just holding up papers and talking about them, but I had no documents. I didn't have any documents. He added, I just held up a whole pile of, my desk is loaded with papers. I have papers from 25 different things. 
Semaphore's Shelby Talcott, who was on the plane with Trump when he made the comments, reports that at one point Trump gestured to the seat next to him on the plane, where a stack of various papers, newspapers, copies of his speech, printouts of articles sat. He grabbed some from the pile and placed them in front of him, moving them around as he spoke and offering up a physical reenactment of what he said was occurring on the audio tape. As always, we will keep you all updated on this story with future developments. Our colleague Tyler O'Neill reports that the parental rights group Moms for Liberty has invested in extra security for its annual summit in Philadelphia later this week after facing threats following the Southern Poverty Law Center's decision to place Moms for Liberty on its hate map of Ku Klux Klan chapters. Tina Derskovich, a Florida school board member who co-founded Moms for Liberty, told the Daily Signal in a phone interview on Tuesday, the Southern Poverty Law Center has put a target on the back of every mom that wants to stand up and speak out on behalf of her child, and we take that very seriously. So we have invested in extra security. She added, we have received numerous threats. We receive threats all the time and forward them to appropriate law enforcement. The Philadelphia Police Department told the Daily Signal it is not aware of any reported threats ahead of the summit. The summit, which runs June 29th through July 2nd, will feature numerous Republican presidential candidates, including former President Donald Trump, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, and Vivek Ramaswamy. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a Democrat, recently canceled his plans to speak at the summit. The threats come after the Southern Poverty Law Center, a left-leading organization that gained a reputation suing Klan groups into bankruptcy during the 1980s, put Moms for Liberty on its hate map alongside Klan chapters. You can read the rest of Tyler's story in today's show notes. Daniel Penny pleaded not guilty on Wednesday to manslaughter charges in the death of Jordan Neely. As we've reported on this show, Neely was riding on the New York City subway in May and was allegedly shouting and threatening passengers. Penny is a 24-year-old Marine veteran, and he is reported to have put Neely in a chokehold while other passengers held his arms and legs. Neely was taken to the hospital and then later declared dead. He was homeless and struggling with mental illness. Medical examiners have determined Neely's death a homicide, stating that he died from compression to the neck. The New York Post is reporting that prosecutors have at least five videos from cell phones from three witnesses, according to court documents that were filed today. The Post also reports that there are videotaped statements from two other witnesses in addition to two Metropolitan Transportation Authority surveillance videos and police body-worn camera footage. Should Penny be convicted... He will face between 5 and 15 years in prison for second-degree manslaughter charges, according to Forbes. And with that, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. Tomorrow morning, I'm sitting down with two fishermen, Jeremy Learman and Dustin Delano of New England. They recently just launched an association to advocate on behalf of New England fishermen due to overregulation. Both Lehman and Delano say their whole industry is being put at risk through overregulation. Be sure to catch our conversation tomorrow morning. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners 
by leaving a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you all have a lovely evening and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning for my conversation with New England fishermen, Jeremy Lehman and Dustin Delano. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.